0: Once again, GLers, I say to you again: this podcast will not have an official number. This podcast is a best of Garage Logic coming to you, July seventh of twenty twenty, and even though it does not have a number, it is full of wonderful, wonderful, entertaining audio for you. Uh, what we have first coming up is the uh, staff was all together back. Well, not in the studio, but separate. We were still quarantining. I was back in the studio and uh, we kind of mocked Joe a little bit. He had a bird story. Um, he forgot some guy's name. It was, this short segment was ripe for mockery, but I'm going to give you some also some of the greater best of things. I think we're going to do the Hillary Clinton interview today. That was from April of 1996. So we're going way back. So just sit back and enjoy the ride. It's time for the Garage Logic Podcast, brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores for all of your outdoor needs, and we're also brought to you by Aquacide. If you would like a weed-free beach, you can pull all the weeds yourself or just get in touch with Aquacide, and bam, they gone.
1: And now... You know who should, you know who should do the uh, the COVID nineteen warnings for for the country. Who's that? Uh, who
0: do you what? got? Who's uh, Who's on your what? mind?
2: What's, who's on deck? Who you got? I forgot his name. Card
0: uh, McDonald rhymes with cranky Ronald. Ron no. Ronald McDonald, old oh, McDonald
3: at the farm, farm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, oh. Frankie McDonald, there
0: you
2: go, oh, yeah. You know it's somewhere yeah. up there. Get, get,
1: that- a, get your Chinese food ready. And COVID's coming. We gotta hide. Quit yelling! Into Maybe the- he has.
2: <laughs> Maybe he has.
1: Play, play me some Frankie. You want to hear some Frankie? This is the guy that should be trotted out for every COVID update.
3: This is Frankie McDonald's, my own TV station, live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. What's up, Typhoon Fauna is now headed towards the Philippines on Friday, May 15th, 2020. It's going to bring up to 100 plus millimeters of rain. Winds are going to be really, really strong. Mm-hmm. That's going to cost. Big, huge waves crash on beaches and shores. It's going <laughs> to bring Davidson waves. This going to be so powerful. It's okay, okay. okay. There, money. there,
0: there money. would be pandemonium if he was doing those updates. What, what if? What if he
1: was on
0: every day at 9 a.m.? We now go to the press briefing at the White House.
1: Friday,
3: May 15, 2020. It. Take shelter. Cover up.
0: I would watch, though, every I day. I would watch. you gotta oh, buy masks. You gotta, mask. you gotta have
3: masks and rubber gloves and you gotta put alcohol on your hand, but yeah. don't use beer. Make sure you... Yeah, that'd be awesome.
2: Oh, it would be wonderful. The best part of his reports, which are usually about two to three minutes long, and I'll post this to the GL Facebook page for those to enjoy, is when he gets the Roycey like gas attack halfway right. through a sentence. That's my favorite part of his reports. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a professional, he tries to hold it back.
1: Well, our governor spoke last night, and we've switched from a uh, stay-at-home order to a stay-safe Minnesota order. So what does that mean? What does that mean? What activities are we now allowed? Uh, Well, we can uh, gather with friends and family, which finally makes my household legal uh, in groups of 10 or fewer people. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I hope Governor Walls gives you a citation.
2: Well, the CP, you know, she's
1: CP is the one who says to me, "Why don't you pay more attention to science and quit paying attention to any conspiracy theories?" This is all about science, and you know damn well it's all about science. Then how come you right. get fifteen people over here every week getting a free meal? Huh? Will you tell me that? Will you explain that to? Me? That's different. I know those people.
0: Well, what the hell bubble, difference right? does that make? They're in my bubble. <laughs>
2: I know
1: those
3: Trying to be nicer to her. Trying to be (laughs) nice.
1: How's
0: that program going? Yeah, Yeah,
2: operation. Operation.
1: very nice. Campers from the same (laughs) household are allowed to set up in remote and dispersed campsites. Uh, Private and public campgrounds remain closed to recreational camping. Retail stores, malls, and Main Street businesses are allowed to reopen for in-person shopping, although they must have a safety plan in place and can only operate at 50% capacity. Day camps going to go ahead. Overnight camps still prohibited. Small, one-on-one or one-on-two person guided and instructional activities such as fishing, birding, or outdoor fitness are allowed. What stays closed, you ask?
0: What stays closed? closed? Gyms.
1: Gyms, bars, restaurants, salons, and barbershop. Don't you wish that would apply to the political salon? Man, I wish they'd close. Theaters. So, uh, Walls has directed his staff to assemble guidance on how Minnesota can safely reopen bars, restaurants, and barbershops and salons beginning June 1st. And that's fairly positive, isn't it, considering this is Positive Thursday?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. you can squeeze that one in, sure.
1: Uh, Well, I'm I'm going to because uh, it's really about all we got, isn't it? How strange a disease is this? Uh, And this is positive. A 113-year-old woman thought to be the oldest woman in Spain, has said she feels fine after surviving a brush with the coronavirus. Her name is Maria Brañas. She was born March 4, 1907. And she uh, says, in terms of my health, I am fine. Uh, She recovered after a mild case of COVID-19. Her battle started shortly after her family visited her on March 4 to celebrate her 113th uh, birthday. She was she was born in San Francisco, the United States, where her dad was a journalist back in the days when you could uh, trust the institution of journalism. (laughs) Uh, Over the course of her long life, she has survived two world wars as well as the 1918 flu pandemic. Uh, Two of the uh, two of the residents in the uh, senior home where she lives have died and uh, but she came through it. It's just an amazing it's an amazingly quirky virus that it can take apart perfectly healthy 30-year-olds and yet we get numerous stories of the centigenarians who continue to uh, flourish after surviving bouts of it
3: and
0: uh, Again, more power to them. It all comes down to that immune system. Everybody's different and there's no there's yeah. no Playbook for it.
1: Ruck, 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 Jeez. Ruck.
0: See, <laughs> Kenny, are you
1: making some noise with your
3: microphone? So he, no, it's not me. I'm sitting what is that?
1: quietly. No, seriously. It's you. Have, no, no, it's not. In uh, it's, fact, I'm uh, even in a different chair today. How do you like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't hear any squeaks. Yeah, because it got to be it, too bad. It's, Joe, it's always you. Always you. Speaking of
0: miracles, uh <laughs>
1: No, the, the, seriously. Now, damn it, it's happening again. Rook, are you making a noise? With I'm the
0: not, w- no, I'm. I'm sitting here. Uh, Reavers can witness. Center. Hold on, everybody,
2: be quiet for three seconds. Let's find out what it is. <laughs> in, the mosquito. <laughs> Darn it! How'd they get in here?
4: Rook.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you weren't here the other day. Okay,
2: Rook. God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie,
0: yeah. Will that you focus so and listen to me? I'm listening. <laughs>
1: no, you're not. I can about tell. I'm still no, seeing. A guy I, I a... mentioned the other day, Rook, that I'm visited every day by a cardinal. I have seen it today, yes. and I, I said, <laughs> uh, or Kenny of all insensitive, irascible, cold-hearted fools, told me, <laughs> well, that means. You're being visited by the soul of a departed loved one, and of course, it being Kenny, I said B as in B, yeah, S as we in both S. dismissed said, him. Yeah, he said, "Look it up." not believe a word I I'm said with Kenny. Ever. It's true.
0: Yes, it's now, true. Now
1: get this, get this. For the last two days, I've been watching a blue jay rustle with a piece of string on a branch outside the window. I'm looking through. It's a string one of the girls hung up to, for uh, to make a swing for Barbie, and this blue jay. Uh, has succeeded now in stealing that piece of string. He worked at it for two days. So I looked up Blue Jay.
0: That is when you are visited by a soul from someone in, in hell. hell.
1: No.
3: Blue Jay. <laughs> Cardinal's the good one. Blue Jay's the bad one. Oh, home. no, I'm That's screwed. Let's see. <laughs> Blue Jay's are. Sin is Jay. still alive.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, protection, fairness, and clarity. And they appeal to the intelligent and they uh, they are determined uh, creatures, and they are here for only good purposes. I did further research into the cardinals. Uh, it, their Their symbolism is so strong that that's probably why cardinals in the church wear the red hats. and uh, so it took a, it took a pandemic shutdown mm. to get me to have theological counsel right outside my window by a, by a, by a, a cardinal pecking at the ground. And all it is is solace. It's protection and safety and awareness and an assurance. Now, I couldn't help myself because in the past I have been at war with crows. So I looked up crows. And, of course, they have a bad rap. You know, a, a gathering of them is called a murder of crows. They, uh, they have the, the reputation of, of gloom, and yet they're probably one of the smartest birds on earth. No, they're, uh, they're the totem of the great leader. That bring uh, bring creation and encouragement, and reminders to be mindful and appreciative. Hmm. Are you that's, all liking this lesson in ornithology? That's
0: beautiful yeah. and very positive.
1: And I've never had an office my whole life, and it's never bothered me not to have one. And lo and behold, uh, I now work out of an office, and uh, and I'm looking out the window, and I have learned more in the last two weeks about birds than I have in the previous century
0: and if you see a smoking cardinal it might just be your mom
3: <laughs> we we did that i asked him if she ah, had to pack of
0: virginia
3: slams. Yeah, yeah.
1: well i saw the cardinal today yep. and the, uh, the the blue jay now uh, finally uh, having successfully pilfered the string as often as in his uh, his nest and i want to i'm going to get a pair of binoculars later and see if i can find the nest so I can tell the kid, look, your string is up there. He's the great protector of your safety. Big day today, huh? Oh, that's exciting. Gives me a project. <laughs> Gives me a project. Oh, that's touching, Such. Touching. Well, it all started you with were, you, you moron. Yeah, you brought it up, Kenny.
3: While you were rambling on, I got to pontificating, and uh, I was thinking, you know, I get visited a lot by mud hens. I, I wonder what that means. So well, look I look it up.
4: Yeah, I sure. googled
3: what does it mean if you get visited by mudhens, and uh, believe it or not, uh, Urban Dictionary has oh, a few meanings. Me. Oh God! Oh me. What is a mudhen? No, no. <laughs> I'm going to leave the first meeting alone. I'm not going to touch that one. I'm not, not <laughs> you going know, anywhere near it. But the last uh, of the three, the last definition, and this—that noise also, is not, happening again. It's you. It's your it's your Kenny, microphone I'm on, on a, your headphone.
1: No, it's not Kenny.
3: Damn it. It's not, not me. I, I am not it's touching. It's doing it anything. right now. I'm not touching. I'm not moving anything. I'm not touching anything. And I'm 10 inches away from the microphone.
2: <laughs> Must be those stupid yeah, mosquitoes. mosquitoes getting in here. I, are you mud hearing hens. mosquitoes? Mud, mud hands. An extremely
3: unattractive female, usually consisting of very frizzy hair, pale skin, hmm. an all-over dirt McGirt look. Most likely called uh, uh, this. Most likely, this so-called mud hen will smell like ramen or instant mac and cheese. Uh, most likely, this person will also possess a cool, Kool Aid stained shirt. Kenny, Kenny.
0: Thank you for uh, passing over the first definition. I just looked it up,
1: Kenny. I was. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm leaving the show unless this noise is identified. I think and I know what not, it is. I'm no. serious. It's, it's your, it's no, your microphone. It's not everyone, me, Kenny. Everyone be
2: quiet. I think it's the newsman dialing in. I think it is too. That's that's what I believe it is because Kenny and John, for those of you listening at home or wherever you might be, John and Kenny, because they are operating at their <laughs> Holmes they come in on the same uh the same uh, uh pod. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think that's on. I think that's what I, it is. I, I, I don't
3: think it's I don't think it's me dialing in because I've been in for 5 minutes at least. Yeah, I know but and, and I had my mic as, soon off. as you got connected.
2: I had my mic off. Okay. So. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going
3: to mute my mic out.
2: again. We'll see you later, bye. Bye, should we should we start
0: over? <laughs> no. Yeah. Ace Hardware and Garden Center. <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: Uh, have you seen the
0: weekend temperatures?
1: I have, yes. Have you seen the temperatures going into next week? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's swimming hole time. And if you own a swimming hole, on,
2: I'm not moving.
1: Stop I'm going to pull it down. Here we go. Go ahead, Joe. Pull Kenny down and let's see if that's it. I just did. Because his hands shake, he, he might not want to admit that. Where was I? Aquaside. Wow, if you
0: got a swimming
1: hole. <laughs> or a pond. Swimming hole would be good yeah, for you, Rook. Natural pond. Skin. It's doing it again. Pull Rook down. Oh, no. Reeves? I just did. Is it just you and me? Yep. Okay, let's see what happens. Aquaside has been helping people maintain nice lake shores since 1956 with a complete line of lake and pond control products. Bring Rook back up. When I'm out on my afternoon pontoon ride on Spoon Lake, I can tell you who uses Aquacide because that's where all the kids are, because those parents ponied up to keep that beach free of weeds, algae, and unwanted vegetation. Aquacide products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with the EPA and DNR, and they're completely safe for you, your family, and the fish. Even the lake detective will agree. So don't let weeds overtake your la- lake or pond this summer. Call them today. They'll identify your weed problem and make sure your uh, place looks great all summer long. You can call them at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. There is no need to let your swimming summer be ruined by weeds and vegetation and algae. Aquaside, our friends at Aquaside, will take care of it. Now I'm...
2: If you're looking for a place to stop and grab a bite to eat with the family by yourself, maybe you're looking for a happy hour, check out our friends at 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. That's right. Happy hour is back, 3 to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. Don't forget about brunch. Brunch is always in season. Saturday, 11 to 9.30, Sunday from 12 to 7. You know what? Take out the family. Treat yourself. They are a scratch Midwest kitchen Right in the heart of downtown Hopkins. Todd and Tom are the longtime owners and they are huge fans of Garage Logic and wanted me to personally thank each and every single one of you GLers that stopped out. I was there the other day with the boys. I had the juicy Lucette burger, and let me tell you right now, it might be the greatest burger I've ever had. That's how good the menu is. Check it out online right now 30bales.com. And again, that happy hour, a number of select $5 items. But please, when you stop in, make sure that you let them know that you heard about it on the Garage Logic podcast. And we'd love it if you could support our friends at 30bales in downtown Hopkins. <laughs> Joe. Hi. How are you?
1: Pretty good. Here's Johnny
3: Hay. Uh, you know, I had a little problems uh, hooking up today, but the five minutes of this show I've heard have been magic. Just magic. <laughs> Joel, Thanks, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I was thinking about that during the break. Uh, Such, would you say this is uh, your worst show ever or your best show ever? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> the best like ever. <laughs> The best boy, that a boy.
1: That a boy. I, I would like to say it's nice to have. All what is power. that now? Oh, rookie,
0: don't mess with <laughs> rookie, rookie, rookie. me. You, you know you what? Knew it you,
1: was seven year old. You're driving you me clicking? nuts. Was there a clicking? <laughs> yes, there was a boom,
0: <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Right. Okay.
1: Come on, everybody. Here the listeners go. expect more than this.
0: Can not we all get along? Hurrah! Right. In
1: the news now. I missed the first ten minutes, so if I repeat
3: anything, just yell at me. Uh, Who cares? We, <laughs> None of us were paying attention, John. We have no you think idea we know what the hell we talked about. about.
0: <laughs> that seems like a pretty good place to stop as uh Johnny Height was about to do his news because I really wasn't paying any attention at all either. So, uh as promised, this is a Best of Garage Logic podcast, June 7th, 2020. And I am going to replay. We went way, way back to April of 1996. Well, why don't I just let Joe tell you what this is?
1: This was an interview with Hillary Rodham Clinton back in 1996, and the more we listened to it, the more we realized that Hillary must have been briefed, if you know what I mean. Mrs. Hillary Rodham Clinton, are you there?
5: I certainly am. How are you doing?
1: Very good. My name is Joe Souchere, and you can call me Joe.
5: Well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. What may I call you? Oh, you can call me whatever you want to call me. Can I call? Can
1: I call you? Hil- can I call you Hillary? Yes, you can. Well, thank you. I, I assume that uh, we weren't told a great deal about your visit with us, but obviously, you would wish to uh, promote your book. It takes a village, and other lessons children teach us. It's uh, selling well. Been on the New York Times bestseller list, and you uh, are uh, calling what? A variety of radio stations today.
5: And I'm talking not only about the book itself, but about a lot of the uh, programs and ideas that I've seen around the country recently, up in Hartman, Minnesota, and in uh, the Twin Cities, about what people are trying to do to uh, improve life for kids.
1: Are you in the White House now?
5: I am in the White House, yes, indeed.
1: This uh, radio show that you're you're now with, we have created kind of a mythical town called Garage Logic. Uh, yeah. a a made up town in Minnesota in which people generally uh, do their best to uh, solve the problems of their lives in their garages <laughs> and uh
5: it's it cold in the garage in the winter do you keep those garages heated we have
1: heated garages in garage logic hillary now i was wondering if i might ask you some questions about the white house and and your life there with your family that That may pertain to garage logic. Would that be all right with you? Sure. Does the White House even have a garage? Now, I mean the kind with the couch in it and an icebox where Bill might have a few Heinekens and a workbench and a radio.
5: You know, that is one of the real lacks that the White House um, has to confess up to.
1: You have to have a garage.
5: We don't have a garage on the grounds. Can you believe it?
1: I can't, and I could not be president until you solved
5: that. Cars are left outside. Now, there's a garage, but it's some distance from the White House where cars are kept, uh, you know, overnight. But, you know, I'm embarrassed to tell you this, Joe, because I was hoping nobody would find out.
1: (laughs) Who runs the TV remote control when you guys are in your private quarters? Who gets to have the clicker?
5: Now, you know the answer to that. This is a sex-linked trait. (laughs) The research is conclusive. There is something about the male human being and remote control that I guess is, you know, just bred in the genes.
1: It is. It's a man's device. It is a man's
5: device. Now, being in the White House, there are a lot of TVs. So I have on my side of the bed the remote control device from a TV in another room. So on occasion, we have what you might call remote control wars right there in the master bedroom of the White House. But again, I don't want you to tell anybody. No,
1: I would not, and of course no one is listening.
5: Good. Thank goodness.
1: What is Saturday morning like in the White House? And let me briefly uh, tell you why I asked that. I once read a story. I can't remember the fellow's name. I want to say Angus Phillips, maybe the outdoors writer for the Washington Post. Apparently, President Bush invited him over to go trout fishing. I don't know if you ever read this story.
5: No, I missed it.
1: And this fellow, Angus, arrived at the White House on a Saturday morning and for some reason was, was let in. And uh, there he is in his uh, bush jacket, and he's got his fishing lures on. And he literally wandered into the private quarters, and there was uh, uh, George uh, propped up in bed reading the paper and said, Hi, Angus. Uh, geez, you're here a little early. Why don't you go out to the kitchen and have a cup of coffee? And I'll be down in a moment. And I thought that provided a <laughs> delightful <laughs> glimpse into the way they lived. Now. Honest to God, I read it in Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, people wanted to hear well, Hillary laugh.
5: <laughs> I mean, airplanes crash into the building. Why not Angus? I mean, you may be right. I had never heard that one. Well, has that
1: ever happened to you and in, uh, in no, your husband?
5: The only time anything like that happened was the very first morning we were in the White House after mm-hmm. the inaugural. And, you know, we stayed up pretty late. It was Kind of a long night well it's, if
1: you're not going to party that night you're not going to party you
5: got it i mean you you know you'd have to just kind of throw it in if you weren't going to have fun then so we had a great time but we didn't get home till like 3 or three thirty. and about five thirty in the morning the door did open mm-hmm. and there was one of the people who works in the white house with a tray of coffee well bill and i sat bolt up you know my gosh we didn't know what was happening what are you doing who are you well, apparently the bushes um, used to get woken up every morning with coffee in bed, or at least that's what I was told.
1: Or by a sports writer. <laughs> or by a sports
5: writer who wants to go trout fishing. <laughs> that that has not happened to us, but hey, you know, I mean, so many weird things have happened. That could be next on the list.
1: <laughs> you uh, you uh, really seem to have been able to keep your daughter out of the spotlight, I I'm I'm your age. I uh, remember hearing far more about Amy Carter or the Ford kids or even the Nixon daughters. Uh, uh, you do anything special to safeguard uh, Chelsea's uh, privacy?
5: Oh, we just you know try to make sure that uh, she has it. I mean, that's the thing that uh, I was worried about. That I didn't I didn't think it would be fair or good for her to be treated, uh, you know like a piece of public property simply because her dad was uh, in the White House. So we've, you know, we've taken a pretty hard line about keeping her out of the public eye, and I think it's better for kids. I mean, that's just, you know, my opinion. But, but it uh, it strikes me that kids, particularly teenagers, you know, they need their own space. Um, and, that you know, then there are things that she does with us that we are glad she does. But on a regular basis, she is left to lead her own life.
1: Does she ever uh, blast her CD player in the private quarters?
5: Yeah, well, all three of us do that from yeah. time to time. Do you
1: know any of her favorite groups?
5: Well, we this is a long discussion that we've had. In fact, she asked that both of us watch the Grammy Awards, so at least we'd know the names of some of the groups that she likes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the only one that I can name right now is Hootie and the Blowfish.
1: Yeah, and they were Grammy winners.
5: Yep, they were.
1: Does Bill ever have musicians over?
5: He's only been able to do that a couple of times, and I, I really hoped he could do it more. So I took a, a room that we had uh, up on the third floor of the White House and, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of turned it into a music room for him so that he's got all of his saxophones and his sheet music and uh, his you know, stereo there, and uh, I hope he gets a chance to do that more often.
1: Oh, how long do we have you with us? How long before you must go to your next appointment?
5: I think I have. I, I don't know what time it is now, but I think that I'm supposed to be somewhere about three uh, thirty. So what? What time is it now?
1: Well, it's only two thirty, so we have you for another hour. Oh, three <laughs> thirty. <laughs> no, we.
5: But I'd be glad to come back to Garage Logic someday. Because, I, well, I'm. Know, hey, these. You know, I grew up in the Midwest. I mean, this is my kind of place. Now my you were. Father, now I got to tell you, one of my late father's favorite things, which maybe the people in Garage Logic can help explain to me. Mm -hmm. Here's what my father used to say. Mm
1: -hmm.
5: Everything born in a garage is not a car. Any idea what that means?
1: I can easily explain that for you. Uh, (laughs) Your father obviously was a... uh, Now, he was over 50 at the age of his death, of course. Oh, yes. So so. he was a great living American. If he was over the age of 50 and he logged time in the garage, and I presume what he meant was that... uh, that's where he did his great thinking,
5: all the good ideas that were born there, you think
1: where he did his great thinking, yeah, yeah now do you uh uh you weren't raised in a village, Hillary, you were raised in a rather conventional american family as as you've written uh could you do you want to briefly explain the village concept to me?
5: well, but it was um a village as I think about it because we were raised in a you know in a neighborhood where people looked out for each other, where we were just as likely to be reprimanded or called to the carpet by the parents of our friends as we were by our own parents, Mm -hmm. uh, where we had, uh, you know, schools that welcomed parental involvement and lots of community support, where we had recreational facilities and, you know, adults uh, who looked out for us as we played and, you know, just grew up. It It was a place where our parents had the primary responsibility, of course, for us, but a lot of other adults. We're willing to accept that responsibility as mm-hmm. well.
1: I have two really quick questions for you, and then, uh-huh. and then, if you must go, you must. Uh, and my wife would be angry if I did not ask you this. She, she's literally curious. How do you? Can you get out and shop for your own stuff, like mascara or whatever?
5: Not easily. And I know this may sound odd because when I used to be able to do it before my husband was president, sometimes I wished I didn't have to but I really miss it. Mm -hmm. I miss, like, just pushing a cart up and down the aisles. I miss seeing what's on the shelves, finding out what's happening. I occasionally am able to sort of sneak off um, and get into a store or go for a long walk, uh, but I sure don't get to do it very often.
1: And a question that that I must ask you for my own satisfaction, and I I mean it uh, sincerely. We've asked a number of politicians in Minnesota, for example, this question. Can you name a line from the film Caddyshack?
5: No, I can't. All except right. probably four.
1: Well, four would not get you <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> is
5: that is that what's playing at the uh, theater and garage?
1: No, but I'll bet you. I'll bet you. If you go to Bill and say, "Bill, name me a line from Caddyshack," he'll oh, give you a couple.
5: He's a golf fanatic. Well, he is. Course. I mean, he would. Yeah, I bet he could. Probably. Quote, whole piece of the dialogue.
1: <laughs> Your book is It Takes a Village and Other Lessons Children Teach Us. I thank you, ma'am, for uh, taking this time to be with us in Garage Logic.
5: I've enjoyed being with you. Thank Take you care. very
1: much. Okay. Bye bye. GLers keep calling and asking uh, the Grunhoffers people if Reavers has taken all the meatloaf. If Reavers isn't, someone is. The crew at Grunhoffers, prior to the 4th of July, and I'm sure there'll be some left after the 4th of July, made 500 pounds of meatloaf. That's amazing. Spencer sent uh, Chris Reavers a picture of the meatloaf coming out of the smoker. And it was all in stock for the 4th, but the 4th doesn't end your grilling season. Consider the bone-in tomahawk ribeye steaks. These steaks are about 3 pounds each and two and a half inches thick, not to mention the brats, the burgers, the salmon, the jerky, the chicken, the steak. You know the Grill. You know the drill, GLers. It's uh, it's the GLers Palace of Meat. Grunhoffer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61, right at the north end of Hugo. And I'm just reading an email from uh, the chief who said he loves the pit smoke, Q and bacon, cheese curd brats along with some medium rare New York strips. Uh, I tell you what, you're going to be grilling outside again all summer long. Get to Grunhoffer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. <laughs>
3: The 2020 Patriot ride, it's back for at least one more ride, but it's going to look a lot different this year. Instead of just canceling the ride due to rider demand, everybody said, no, 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 we're going to ride. We're going to ride no matter what. This year, you build the team, or I should say we build the team, we pick the route, and then we ride. This could be the most epic Patriot Ride ever. Click on PatriotRide.org for more information. It's been around since 2006, and it's always been about thanking the veterans, recognizing servicemen and women, and, of course, honoring fallen soldiers. And this is why the event has meant so much to so many. Throughout the years, countless people have helped bring the community together and show their true patriotism. Patriotism, I can say it. <laughs> the GL Podcast, they want to thank all the organizers, volunteers, riders, supporters, every single person that has supported the the event year after year. And now it's our turn to show them what we've learned. Let's do it. Let's organize our own teams and routes, and let's get out there and ride. The dollars raised by the Patriot Ride it benefits the Minnesota Patriot Guard, Minnesota's Military Appreciation Fund, and the Minnesota Chapter of Tribute to the Troops. That website again. Head to PatriotRide dot org for details and to register yourself, a team, or just donate. That's PatriotRide.org. dot org.
0: All right. Let's continue on with the best of Garage Logic. Where there's always a surprise, and usually the surprises are with politicians calling in. Uh, you just heard the firm or first lady Hillary Clinton, and now uh once again, Joe was bombarded with another surprise caller from a uh, politician
2: oh that you uh, a lot of dead people that you asked me not to, but I don't know how he he managed to hear what the, now the podcast, but we have we have a gentleman on the line that would like to speak to you, Joe
1: okay. uh hey Joe yes,
4: what? yes. how you doing you're no longer the governor. Uh, I think once you are you're always just like when you're the fake mayor, you always have to be the <laughs> fake mayor, you know. Jesse Bleepinventura. Yeah, I don't uh I know you to do a podcast and I don't really listen to the podcast ever, but uh I bet you're talking about me today with the Green Party. No, I, I, I purposely wasn't talking about you, but
1: I see that you in, that you're considering a run for the presidency. See you are now.
4: You know? Do <laughs> what now? Where are you? Uh, I'm at an undisclosed location, but I must tell you that I am not hunkered down. I am on the grid. Oh, you're on the that's grid the now. Only, Yeah, that's the only clue I'm going to give you. I am on the grid.
1: Okay. That could mean you're in the Twin Cities. I don't know. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> What 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 would you do as president, uh, given the conditions we currently find ourselves in? Why why would the Green Party have the answer? Uh, first of
4: all, the Green Party means go. <laughs> the color green is go. Let's let us go. Let's get going. Yep. It also means the color of money, right? Of which I am a big favor of, and I want the most of. I know you do. <laughs> also, green. Is like being sick. You know, remember if you drank poison as a kid, there was Mr. Yuck is mean and Mr. Yuck is green. I, yes, I, I don't, do. I, I don't, oh recall yeah, it. we all had the Mr. Yuck stickers. Mr. Yeah. Yuck, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't give you the whole history of, of green, but <laughs> no, I, I do know one thing. If you change one letter from green, you get greed. Yep. Yeah. G-R-E-E-D. No, I, I know how to spell it. Uh, what yeah, does that have to do I, I with green? You. Yeah, I bet. You. So the green party means let's get this thing going now. It also means marijuana. Right. Oh, oh, I can indeed. legalize marijuana across the board. Everything's good. Hemp John, I will rekindle Hemp John. He will be my <laughs> marijuana general. Yep. He'll have a jacket and some patches, you know. What do you What do you want me to do as the Green Party member? You're probably a uh, no. You're not a Democrat. You're a Republican. <laughs> I, what,
1: what I really would on. want What I would really That's want is you not to run. That's what I would want. What do you mean? Like we've run? already ha- we currently have a TV star as president. You're You're essentially a, just a, another TV personality. I appreciate that compliment,
4: but well, I didn't he's a mean it narcissist. as a compliment. <laughs> I didn't really mean no, it as a compliment. No, no, he's a narcissist, and he he can't. He says things that I would say, and he's taken some of my color away, my green, mm-hmm. by saying stupid things like, "I'm not going to answer your question. You're right. a member of the press, Jesse. In when order. you were
1: governor, when you were governor, you." You didn't like the press at all. You were, you were no different than the current president.
3: Jackals. You called
2: them
4: jackals. You called them jackals. You tried to yeah, run them yeah. down with your Lincoln Navigator. Media media jackals. I remember that distinctly. Right. I distinctly said the word jackal. We, we know that. Which is a funny word to say anyway, you know. Jackal. The jackal. media jackals. I don't even know what a jackal is. Is it a little antelope or what is that thing? It's an animal of some it. sort. What animal is this? Yeah. See that's what I'm saying. Uh when you don't know what a jackal is and you call the media media jackals. Yeah. What that means is they're hiding. So they're hiding something. And that's what they're doing right now. And I'm I here to out them. The governor. You know, Governor Such,
3: I have a question I have a yeah. question for the Governor Such. Yeah. Uh Governor, yeah. uh it's Kenny. Can you hear me, sir? Huh? Yeah. Uh, My question to you, uh, the the other candidate you have to run against uh, will be uh, Sleepy Joe Biden. Do you have any thoughts on him and how you plan to defeat him in the upcoming
4: elections? You know, I'll tell you one thing about Joe Biden. He's one of the club members. He's been around forever. Every time there's something in the news that has to be uh, uh, checked on or maybe a committee in front of a camera, Biden's yep. always there. He's for show. You know, I do agree with uh-huh. the guy that's in office right now that Biden, he just can't do it. And that's why I need to come in there and clean cut and sweep the leg to victory for the office of the White House. Jesse, you know, governor. Yeah.
1: Do you yeah, remember? Uh, do you remember uh, from your youth, a Japanese movie called Rodan?
4: Yeah. About
1: the giant flying bird.
4: Yeah, they had the big, the big bird with the the big wingspan. That's <laughs> large right, large wingspan. Yeah. Well, I was wondering, you
1: used to be able to do a pretty good imitation of those Japanese films, and I was running yeah, you I, Remember I, any?
4: I, I, do you remember any lines from Rodan? Well, I, you know what, me and Mister Saito, uh, many years ago when I was with the AWA, remember he was the one that used to throw salt in people's eyes.
1: Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> you yeah. remember Mister Saito?
1: Yes, yeah, sure a great do.
4: Guy he. He introduced me to a large library of movies, right? By the Japanese, and it was uh, it was it was fantastic. Night. My Japanese is not the best, right? Kiyohide Sney. Uh huh.
1: But what, what does did he deny? What was the soundtrack like, though, for Rodan? The, Rodan the... was loud. No, no, no. <laughs> the dialogue. And the bird. The dialogue. The, the dialogue when the bad, when the good guys were trying to get the get Rodan, the evil monster. What did they sound like?
4: Yeah, they would say like, "Oh, it's time to get them now. What up? you got?" Right? Wasn't yeah. it something like that? Something like, like that. Well, I think it was. You know, the timing was always off with those movies. Right. So if it was time to clean the garage. Right. You know, they would say, "Father says it is time to clean the garage." We must do this now to honor him. And their lips were moving about a half a second behind. I thought that was always funny. I <laughs> I'd laugh. Oh.
2: Was it better or worse than, uh, God, me. than Axel Foley? Was that better or worse for you than Axel Foley movies?
4: Axel was a mastermind. Uh, he beat Victor Maitland, a major art dealer who was trafficking cocaine. And uh, Axel Foley single-handedly took down a man uh, of multi billions, and he had this operation going. And okay, okay, he was a he was a Detroit cop. He was an right. officer in Detroit under <clears throat> undercover. That's right, mm-hmm. uh,
1: uh, Jesse. Uh, maybe Jesse, uh, maybe you'll consider this podcast your home if, in fact, you decide to run for president. Maybe we
4: can maybe we can uh, uh, share the olive branch. How about this deal? I ain't gonna listen to your podcast, but you can call me whenever you want because I know that you like to talk about me.
1: Yeah, that's true. We we do. We do.
4: Yeah, we can't shake on that because of uh, social distancing. If I was there, would not shake your hand. No, I might give you an up nod. Right. Well, thank you for calling us. I didn't. I didn't uh, know that you knew we were on at this time. But thank you for getting a hold of us. I have the secret number, and uh, I believe as governor, I can take a great license with whenever I would like to call. I believe you can too. Yeah, I thank appreciate you. that. See, now we're getting a little respectful. Right. Thank you is very what the much. Green Party commands. Right. Right. Uh, the Green you. is also Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> right. <which laughs> sometimes you are. All right, all, know, right. Like all, I right. all, all right. I used to work for the All right, That's it. Get rid of him,
1: Reavers. Get rid of him, Grouch. Hang up on him, Reavers. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Jeez. Oscar Honest to God. I think he still thinks he's governor. Right now at Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat in Maplewood, right there on the southeast quadrant of Highway 61 and 36, tremendous summer deals on all 2019 and 2020 Volkswagens, 0% for 72 months and 120-day payment deferral on all 2019 and 2020 Volkswagens, including The new flagship, the Atlas Cross Sport by Volkswagen, Uh, a tremendous, tremendous vehicle. I read the review of it by the world's greatest car writer, uh, Dan Dan Neal in the uh, Wall Street Journal. But here's what you do. You can make your own personalized sales appointment. Go to the the three websites, SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com, SchmelzFiat.com. Pick out what you uh, are most interested in. They'll have it waiting and ready for you. Sanitize, of course, and then you can take your test drive. It's a lot of summer left, a lot of great driving left. Also, remember this, there's uh, 60%... Uh, I'm sorry, 0% for 60 months on certified pre-owned vehicles. That Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat.
6: Minnesota business owners have had it rough the past few months. Here in Sioux Falls, we've been doing things differently. I'm Dean Diesick from the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Check out SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. You'll find that Sioux Falls, South Dakota is open for business And we have talented people ready to go to work for you, all in a place with short commutes, safe streets, available buildings, fewer taxes, and higher profits. Moody's has reaffirmed South Dakota's AAA credit rating, the highest available, citing the state's stable economic outlook and smart handling of coronavirus impacts. Sioux Falls has the people you need to succeed and the freedom you want to operate your business. If you want to be open for business, expand or relocate your company to Sioux Falls. Discover relief from excessive restrictions and costs. It all starts with a visit to SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Discover better business and a better life in Sioux Falls. You can learn more at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com.
0: Let's go ahead and stick to our political theme here. And this time we're going to go out of state. We're going to go out to New York. We're going to talk to uh, New York Assemblyman Ivan Lafayette. And Joe spoke with him a long time ago. It's not a long interview, but it's very telling of what is to come. This is Suji Boy talking to New York Assemblyman Ivan Lafayette.
1: Assemblyman Ivan Lafayette. Are you there, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Joe Suchere. We're on the air at KSTP AM 1500 in uh, the Twin Cities. Hi. And we uh, heard about your proposed legislation uh, to enable the police officers to stop adult motorists who are smoking if there are children in the car.
7: Well, it's not. Okay, it's right. The law would prohibit uh, smoking, uh, adult smoking in a car when there are minor children in the vehicle. Right. Right. Uh, the way it works here in New York, you know, I don't know what the laws are where you are, but you know, you're not allowed to. You have to use seat belts. Or you have to have car seats for children. Uh, you can't have an open container of alcohol in the car. And the way the law works is that if you're stopped for some other reason and the officer uh, can identify the fact that there are minor children in the car and there's an adult smoking, uh, he can give you a summons.
1: Well, our laws are better than that because we're trying desperately to protect the children. And I'm glad you're speaking up, by the way. We have uh, a laws here that a mandate uh, that the infants, of course, be in the infant seats rear-facing in the rear seat okay. the, and seat-belted, that the drivers are seat-belted, and that children riding in automobiles over the age of five must be seat-belted in the rear seat and wearing child-protective helmets. Wow. there's there's been
7: <laughs> wow you you're really ahead of us there oh yeah
1: and we uh we are very have seen very much good legislation uh, come along this year pertaining to uh more and more mandatory uh, helmet usages and i'm wondering if you guys are, are headed in that direction cuz we have found it to be a great uh, deterrent to uh, injury prevention
7: no i don't think that's been that that hasn't come up uh, i haven't even thought about it i do um, I know that there's someone has suggested that while skiing. We have uh, laws uh, requiring mm-hmm. helmets while riding a bicycle mm-hmm. or skateboarding, but uh, not in a car. We
1: have not only for the infants uh, in the automobile, but any uh, joggers or walkers on trails adjacent to a bike and uh, rollerblading paths must also wear helmets. That doesn't begin till June 1st. I
7: see. Yeah. What, are you, how are you, what are you doing with smoking, though?
1: Smoking, uh, we're not quite uh, where you are with the police uh, 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 using a, a routine stop to also uh, examine the smoking, but smoking has been uh, virtually banned uh, in all uh, workplaces Restaurants, bars, civic auditoriums, schools, of course.
7: Well, we have the same laws here. Yeah.
1: And uh, we we do—I'm in favor, personally, of legislation— that would give police uh, the authority to stop merely for the smoking, but we can't seem to get that one through. Well,
7: because what happens in those cases, uh, people think that's selective enforcement Yeah. Uh, you know, who they stop. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're saying that in the enforcement that if a car is stopped for some other offense or doing a regular checkpoint, uh, and then the officer can identify the fact that smoking was done while the child was in the car, he can issue a summons at that time.
1: Right, and what, what I'm hoping for, I'm particularly opposed to smoking, I'm, I'm hoping that we can get a law that allows the police to stop for smoking.
7: Okay, but, but can people smoke in a car with kids now?
1: Absolutely not.
7: Oh, absolutely not?
1: Absolutely not.
7: Oh, wow gee, I, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I did a, a run of all the states, and I wasn't aware that any states had such a law yet. Oh, yeah.
1: and, uh, and This is
7: Minnesota, right? Well,
1: and when you combine this with our helmet laws... I'm telling you, I think we're ahead of the curve here.
7: Well, that's uh,
1: because who's going to speak for these kids if if these state legislative bodies don't do it? I don't know who's going to do it.
7: Well, I'm getting a terrific amount of uh, antagonism here, saying you can't tell me what to do in my own yeah, car. That's a shame. With my own kids,
1: that's and a I shame.
7: Said, well, you know, I don't care what you do in your own car. Yeah. As far as smoking is concerned, I do yeah. think it's dangerous even to smoke in a car because. Right. A lot of distractions, a hot ash gets on your lap, oh, yeah. a lot of things happen. But when there's kids in a car yep. and you're smoking, I said, uh, you know, you're really hurting their prospects for a healthy life. Well, we have proposals here
1: to ban cell phone use in cars, too.
7: Yeah, we ha- we have also in our yeah. state that hasn't progressed very far.
1: Yeah. Hey, well, listen, thanks for your time and best of luck to you.
7: Okay, thanks for the call. All right,
1: All right thank bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. As bicycling has taken the country by storm, I hope you can get up to EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. EcoFun is the home of the Bintelli e-bike, the great electric assist bike with five different levels of assist. So it really looks like you're a racer flying along there, but you're getting a little help from the electric assist. It's fantastic. They also have a great line of scooters. To get about 75 miles to the gallon and turn every errand into an adventure. Great stuff for kids, great recreational stuff for kids, helmets. Uh, apparel uh, and a really interesting service operation. If you, s- you need some work, Tim sends a truck through town once a day, picks up what you need servicing, takes it back to his shop in Forest Lake, services it and returns it to you for a nominal fee. It's a really, really great service department. This is Ecofund Motorsports on Highway 61 because of course garage logicians own Highway 61 and we're proud to have Ecofund as part of our string of champions up and down that great thoroughfare. Ecofund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake.
0: Thank you, Suchi Boy. And before we go, let's just hear from one more politician.
1: I want to pay my respects to Joe
6: Suchere, who, uh, in his own way, the mayor of Garage Logic, makes an awful lot of sense out there.
0: Okay, how cool is that? That's pretty darn cool. Uh, that'll wrap up this non numbered podcast of garage logic best of have another best of tomorrow you can email me if you want if you haven't heard something for a while i've got a whole library to choose from some of the other shows that i've picked from the last couple of months just small segments so if you have an idea go ahead and give me a buzz or you can email me rookie at garage logic.com don't forget about table talk table talk is downloadable at podcast one on apple itunes if you haven't listened, I really wish you would because we have a fun time as a family talking about stuff. It ain't as great as Garage Logic. I'll tell you that right now, but it's just a different type of podcast. So just give it a listen, and we'll see if you get hooked. We'd also like to thank uh, the wonderful people at Fratelloni's. We'd like to thank PodMN, PodMN on your smartphone or PodMN.com on your computer, and the great people at Sioux Falls Development. Check them out, SiouxFallsDevelopment.com.